You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Luke Stringer. Dr. Stringer speaks regularly to local schools, businesses, and organizations on health, wellness, and safety topics. He enjoys educating others on how to manage stress, how to prevent injuries in the workplace and at home, and how to maintain peak performance in all facets of life. Dr. Stringer is from Manchester, England, where he studied sports science. Before graduating from Palmer College of Chiropractic in Davenport, Iowa, he played professional rugby for nine years. Dr. Stringer is considered one of the top chiropractors in Chicago and is a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. And today we're going to talk about a very important topic, technology, a real pain in the neck. Hello, Dr. Stringer. How are you today? Great. Thanks, Liz. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining me again. So let's get started. What is actually happening to our neck and spine when we are constantly looking down at our mobile phones or other devices? Yeah, great question, Liz. This is um, something that I consistently talk about with our patients here at Advanced Health, and I'm always educating our patients on the best way to, you know, look at your phone or your tablet or work from, you know, your workstation. But quick bit of anatomy, if you imagine you're looking in a mirror and you're looking at yourself, obviously you've got the back of your head, your skull, you've got your jaw, and then your ear should line up right on top of that bony part of your shoulder called the AC joint. And your neck curve, if you're within textbook normal, should be 42 degrees. The curve, negative 42, the curve is designed to absorb the weight of our head when you're upright, because obviously gravity applies force, and then our heads can weigh anywhere from 10 to 12, 12 to 15 pounds. So when that occurs, the weight of your head is placed nice and evenly into the back of the joint. It keeps pressure off the joints, the discs, the nerves. Obviously, supplement that with good postural balance strength in the muscle groups. We function well, but as we start to use our cell phone or a tablet or we're working from you know, a computer, typically what happens is our essentially head goes into flexion, which means we start to lock forwards and it could go straight forwards. That's more anterior, like kind of out in front or it can flexion is kind of where your chin brings to your chest. So use the bowling ball analogy. If you went bowling, and you carried that bone ball, 10 pounds, nice and really tight to your chest, it's 10 pounds, thereabouts. But as your arm starts getting further away from your chest, although the bone ball is the exact same weight, it's a lot, lot heavier. That's obviously, you know, physics and biomechanics. So essentially what happens is you're staring down at a tablet or a phone or you're kind of neck jutted out and you're looking forwards at the computer screen. Obviously that starts to transfer the weight of your head forwards and it increases the weight of your head. So then over time, if you're in a consistent poor posture from locking down or locking forwards, essentially working or gaming, whatever it is, then obviously the weight of your head over time is going to pull your neck out of alignment. So obviously when the neck shifts out of alignment, then that's how we start to break down on a physical and a physiological level. So 
you know, we can call it tech knack, military knack, there's a bunch of names for it, but unfortunately it's super, super common and it's derived from spending too much time in one posture or a poor posture looking at phones, devices, and obviously working really hard. And can you describe the type of neck pain and other symptoms people experience from the improper use of technology? Yeah, absolutely. And they can obviously be a wide-ranging um, type of symptoms, essentially. You know, the more muscle, essentially, as your neck goes forward, it's going to create tension in the muscles that anchor skull to the top two bones of your neck. We call those the suboccipitals, the little muscle anchor, the base of your skull to the top two bones of your neck. They primarily rotate the head and then flex and extend it, so look up and down. So when those joints, upon me, when your spine has gone straight and your head shifted forwards and that tissue has been pulled upon, it breaks down, it's breaks down, it's weak and inflexible. Typical symptoms we see at the top two bones of your neck create headaches, migraines, vestibular issues, vertigo, dizziness, etc. And then obviously, the, as your head shifted forwards, those muscles that anchor kind of that mid part of your neck into the upper back, that can create just a typical neck pain. It could range from stiffness, that dull, achy pain, which typically is more muscle-based. But then that can create compensation effects. The shoulders start to round in. It increases pressure in the upper back. That can create upper back pain, shoulder pain, impingement over time. We can create postural changes. We like to call that Upper cross syndrome essentially means the shoulders just start to round in and get really tight. They're kind of the muscle-based problems. And, you know, you can go anywhere from dull, stiff, achy, tight, all the way up to, you know, a sharp stabbing pain. As symptomology gets worse, i.e. your alignment gets worse, and we start increasing disc pressure, then we can run into symptoms that are more sharp in nature or numb, tingling, burning symptoms that start to refer away out of the neck into the shoulders and the hands and fingers. That can also occur. That's usually a little bit more chronic in nature. I the pain's been there for a long time and obviously more developed. That typically is coming through degeneration of spine. Degeneration occurs over time um, when we're in, in chronic poor posture. So, yeah, obviously if you're feeling pain or any dysfunction, catch it early. It's going to cost way less time, energy and effort than it is if you leave it for three years and you can't feel your left hand because it's numb. Okay, and you mentioned these, but are the terms technic and textnec actual clinical diagnoses, or are they layman's terms for the neck pain associated with improper technology use? Yeah, great question. It's medical terminology, technic, textnec, um, military necks, another one. They're terms that the um, medical professionals use to describe the shape of your neck. So typically, tech neck, text neck, military neck, they all mean a similar thing, which is means you've lost your curve and you have a straight neck when it should kind of look like the front of the letter D. And then it can be straight up and down or it can also have a shift forwards. Um, and they're more kind of describing the shape of the neck. But typically, if you have tech neck, text neck, then you all are going to have pain associated with it, but we don't necessarily use tech neck and then it's, oh, he's got tech neck or she's got tech neck and then there's absolute pain. Now, some patients can be asymptomatic for a long, long time and then they develop other things in the physiological system. Um, but yeah, that's an absolute term that medical professionals use to describe um, the shapes of people's neck. Absolutely. Is it the absolute terminology a radiologist will use? No, he's going to use 
you know, hypolordosis or those kind of, you know, lad in medical terms. But um, yeah, Tetanex, um, something that we use in the office all the time. It's a, a good way to communicate to a patient on that layman basis. Okay. And if people are suffering from neck pain and still using mobile technology, what should they do on their own to help alleviate their pain and prevent it from getting worse? Yeah, great question. If you're in pain, it's obviously the body's way of telling us that something's not going on. So reach out to a neuromusculoskeletal specialist, somebody specialized in treating the spine, the nerve system, the chiropractor, essentially. Um, but things you can do at home, a good rule of thumb, if you listen to this, look straight ahead, open your palm, put your little finger of your left or your right hand right in that kind of little ridge in between um, the, sh the collarbones and the uh, sternum and then bring your chin down and as soon as it touches that's as much flexion bending force that we should allow the head to do so next time you're on your mobile phone your tablet or you're working if you just do that check and you can't get your fingers between your chin and your chest then your chin is too close to your chest and that will over time due to the bowling ball analogy create that tech neck for you so that's something you can immediately do also, easy said than done for some people, but limit your screen time. Obviously, spending 8-10 hours a day in a screen is not that productive if you're talking specifically about spinal health, right? So, make sure you're limiting your screen time if available or if possible. Obviously, you know, if you're a corporate attorney and you work 18-hour days, that's going to be tough. But if you're 16 years old and you've done your homework, then get outside and run around. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also too, just good postural exercises. Posture over time creates muscle imbalances. So a couple of really good exercises we can do. You could Google uh, neck retractions and wall angels and uh, an exercise called Brugger's that you don't need any equipment for. You can literally do with your own body against the wall. And two of you don't even need to do against the wall. And you can start doing those during your day when you're working or you're gaming or you're playing on your phone. Um, best things that you can do. YouTube them. There'll be some great videos. We've got a YouTube channel, Advanced Health Chiropractic South Loop, that you can check out that does loads of good postural exercises that are essentially do-level stuff. You can do them immediately at home. So I'd start with those three things. And obviously, if the neck pain improves, great. But again, you should really be going to see a spinal specialist to get it evaluated. And yeah, so lastly, why should someone see a chiropractor for help alleviating their neck pain? Yeah, exactly. You know, chiropractors, wheelhouse is low back pain, neck pain, right? But we're so much more than that. But for the purpose of the podcast, what the chiropractors do, we're, you know, we're specialists in the treatment of spine and the nervous system. That's what, you know, we spend our many years at school studying. Um, so a chiropractor, a reputable chiropractor, is going to be able to form the detailed history, figure out when the pain occurred, how it occurred, how it's affecting your life, putting some goals into place, form a specific spinal exam, biomechanics, take the spine through its intended range of motion, measure it where we reduced, watch the spine move, do we have any tissue damage that's involved, and then shoot some x-rays to see as to know. If you're going to build a house, you've got blueprints, if you're going to treat the spine, we should be looking at some x-rays. Those clinical findings, supplementary with patients' goals, will then be applied to treatment recommendations. What do we need to get it corrected? But remember, chiropractic is a non-drug-based approach to healthcare. America is the number one over-prescribed nation in the world for prescription medications. are endemic. Chiropractors don't prescribe. It's not within our scope of practice. So they are going to offer you more of a natural homeopathic way to relieve your 
Nepe. Now, there's always a time and a place for that thing or that stuff per se. If you've got referral pain, it's going to weakness in your hand, need MRI, you might need drugs, you might need pain intervention, you might need surgery. But again, a chiropractor with salt knows that. And obviously, if you're failing, treatment will refer you out and take care of you in, in that nature. But conservative care should be the first door we walk through before we kind of get on that allopathic medicine, which is, here's a script, take it, feel better, but you're only treating the symptom, not the cause. Chiropractors are the other way around. Treat the cause, not the symptom. And by doing that, you're going to take care of the symptom. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Stringer. We know you're busy, so I want to thank you for your time and your help today. Absolutely. It was a pleasure to be on with you again, Liz. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with the doctor, please visit www.southloopchiropractor.com or call 312-987-4878 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.